Hello and welcome, brave listeners, to Marvel Deviants, where we tell you the difference between Ant-Man and your Aunt Karen, who may look like a man. <laughs> this week, we are going to be going over Ant-Man and the Wasp, the third movie in the Ant-Man universe. Uh, the first one, of course, everybody knows is Ant-Man. Okay. The... Yes. Okay, oh, so this not... is a theory. That go... <laughs> All right. Introduce us before you... Uh, joining me is... Anthony. I'm Anthony and not your Aunt Karen, I hope. Not my Aunt Karen, no. She is I, luckily she won't listen to anything I'm in, so she won't get mad that I said because I do actually have an Aunt Karen and she is very angry when I say mean things about anything. So she'll luckily she won't listen to this. Um Well does she look like oh doesn't No, matter. she doesn't actually. She's the least man looking of all my aunts. <laughs> and how how do you rate something like that? She, I mean, she, size. She's your, she's your she's your sexiest aunt. Would you say that? Ooh, I I feel like saying that's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> you brought that up. I did. Instead of introing, I said she looked like about how hot your I, aunt is. I didn't. But anyways, also with us is the <laughs> man who will tell you the difference between quantum mechanics and disco panics, Mister Sir. <laughs> I need to hear the difference. I was working on that intro. I just didn't know who I was going to throw that it was at. Great. That was that great. Was, intro. I was proud. I was okay. quite proud. Just <laughs> trying to think of some Panic at the Disco lyrics. But I, I, I had no one song. What about the song you listened you to know, on the way over? No, what would have been hilarious is if somebody at that point walked out of the room over there and Mr. Sir just looked and said, haven't you ever oh, heard of closing, closing the, the goddamn God door? Damn door. <laughs> yes. It would have been perfect, but it unfortunately didn't okay, happen. Okay, so what? what is this? Hold on, but. For for let me just put a little touch on this. So you're listening to Marvel Deviants MCU podcast. Yes. So we're going to be having a little bit of an interesting discussion today. We're talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Before we get into that, we're going to try to cut down on our synopsis. Golden has a theory. Amazing theory. We'll talk a little Quantum Mania, and I have a little game prepared for the Ooh, boys. Before I'm we get lose. to all that, <laughs> let's just start with. Can you, Mister Sir? I go to you every week for the synopsis. Do you think you can sum this up in like five minutes, real quick? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll try. I'll try to give a a, a Lewis like a little summary. <laughs> no, no, just 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 go quick. <laughs> That's something I feel like you need to prepare for, and I don't want to say. No, you no, no, no. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be able. To, I would not be able to do that on the fly. Um, so, a movie picks up after, shortly after Civil War, like two years after. Um, Scott's about up on parole and uh, he caught he has a he has a vision in his head about um, being a woman and a, and seeing Hank in his dream <clears throat> and seeing Jellybean. Yes, I'm seeing a, a little girl that he, he doesn't he doesn't recognize. So he calls Hank, leaves him a voicemail. Which sets off a string of events. Um, <clears throat> Hank then believes that he can get Janet back from the quantum realm, and he needs parts. He needs parts for their um, for the quantum machine, and he needs uh, <clears throat> he needs Scott's mind to do it. But he, had, he so they bring they bring him along on a mission. They to, kidnap. Yeah, well, yeah, yes. they kidnap him. <laughs> he's on he's on house arrest. Um, and in that scene, we meet, um, we get reacquainted with with all with uh, his his uh, ex wife, her her new husband, uh, 
Cassie, and then we meet um, uh, Agent Chow, uh, played by Randall Park, who's who, really funny. Who was also Reed Richards in um, Doctor oh, Strange. Right. Good, good, good callback to the Co- office. Of the office, a later season. Because <laughs> he played, he played Jim when they were fucking in, with yeah. Dwight. Which, but I have actually, I have the family photo that, like, when I went to Scranton, I got it at the. Uh, office gift shop i that was my one thing i wanted was the family photo that they had oh, on the desk that I dwight thought, grabs and it's i got thought it. you were using old man speech where like old man instead of a family photo i have the family photo i have the family photo <laughs> we'd so, sit still for 20 minutes back in my day <laughs> so so there were then we're introduced to a uh Illegal weapons dealer and restaurant owner played by Walter Groggins. I didn't catch his character's name. Um, and Janet's dealing with him. Who is from he's trying to fuck her over? Oh, yeah. Sonny. Uh, he he's in um, Sonny something. Righteous yeah. Gemstones. He's also he's in really the commish, man. like or not the commish, uh, not the commish. The one that he's in he did burn or, notice. Justified. Not burn notice. You son of a, no <laughs> the one no the one where Michael Chiklis was a bad cop. Yeah, it's the commit. Oh, the, the shield. shield. The shield. That's it. Because you he, couldn't remember the shield. No, you could remember all those other shows. No, you remember, remember the shield, remember the commish. <laughs> the commish. The well, because that's the thing is that I watched the commish back when it was out, and then all of a sudden Michael Chiklis is in this new like, cop show, and it goes from like a hair. feel good, a feel good cop movie to the first scene. He's beating the crap out of someone with a phone book. You're like, oh shit, this is not the commish. <laughs> he lost his hair and his sense of humor. Okay, so keep going. Doing great. And then the it became, did. Then, then Michael Chiklis did. Michael Chiklis then he became um, clobbered in time. So then we're Michael we're, Chiklis isn't even in this. No, no, he isn't. How did we get on Michael Chiklis? Because that guy was in the shield with Michael Chiklis. I was trying to give the okay. synopsis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. Yeah, that's on me. that's on me. <laughs> that's on me. <laughs> so Janet So Walter Groggins is trying to fuck over Janet. She uh quickly gets into her wasp wasp costume. And dispatches everyone in there. And then we're introduced to Ghost, who, what is being taken, I, I forget exactly what it is. It's just a, it's like a part. It's for like a weird machine. hard drive. Yeah, yeah. She needs it that's for. that's what it looks like. It's a quantum drive, I'm sure. She's stealing it for her machine that is, that keeps her alive or whatever. Keeps her stable. And they need it for the quantum machine to get Janet back. <clears throat> but funny thing is ghost also needs it for the quantum yes. machine to get Janet back. <laughs> right. She's quantum phasing. Yes. And she's about to quantum phase out of existence. And that's how her powers work. Do you guys just put quantum in front of everything? Like, <laughs> like is going to happen to golden. If he keeps interrupting Mr. Sir synopsis, <laughs> Do you guys just put quantum in front of everything. It's from the movie. So they, so they get, the, they get back, they get back to part. Or whatever. They build the machine. I'll let Anthony finish laughing. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> it was from the movie, though. Like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it just caught me at the it's, off guard at it's the one of the, I love that line. I just, I just love where it's like... So welcome back so. to Marvel Deviant's Quantum MCU cast. Quantum <laughs> <laughs> in front of everything. <laughs> it's a thing from Rick and Marty. The quantum whatever the quantum crop okay please keep going i know we've distracted Um, you enough yeah yeah good luck getting that in under five minutes (laughs) 
I forget exactly why they have to go to Bill Foster. Which one's he? He's uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Oh, they because Goliath, Black Goliath. Yeah, he was Hank's old um, partner. Super cool character for the comics. Yeah, he and uh, um, because they lost the lab at that point, and they yes. thought he would know how to find it. Yes, uh, Ghost t- Ghost stole the lab. That's right. Which is what happens when you make your giant lab shrinkable. Yes, the lab and give is it a nice little handle. Yeah, the, skipping over a bunch of the stuff. But if lab. you watch the movie, you you yeah. sort of know what's going on. So we bring in, yeah, we bring in Ghost, go- we bring in Old Goliath, we bring in uh, Old Goliath. Well, he was he was the Old Goliath, right? Well, so no, I mean so what they him do, is the Old Goliath. So they're trying to find Ghost, um, and they think that um, he might he have a way right. a way to track the um, whatever's on there, and they need the old uh, Ant Man costume, which is. <clears throat> Which Cassie took to school with her. Was there's a funny scene of Ant Man? Well, because so, she took yeah, World's it, Greatest. It's in Chekhov's trophy. trophy. Yeah. So, um, Scott's Scott's in a new prototype um, Ant Man costume that his mouth keeps malfunctioning, so he keeps like shrinking and growing randomly, but not to proper sizes that would be any good. No. Um, so they get that the Ant Man costume. They use it to track um, Ghost. They they track her down to a house. And she knocks them all out. <laughs> and we find out that she's been working with Bill Foster. He's working to try. He was. Um, her father was uh, a Marvel uh, Comics character called Egghead, who's an Ant-Man villain. Um, he Elias was, Star. Yeah, he was building some sort of energy. Got his last name. Some sort of energy thing. Quantum and, energy. Yeah, and it, it exploded. And killed everybody except for um ghost who became like she was like phasing in and out of like matter or whatever you couldn't like she was like intangible yeah the rescue worker tries to hug her yeah she's like intangible so the military uh, picks her up and she becomes a weapon as the trainer trainer, yeah they train her to become an assassin they train me to be a weapon so um Using using the old uh, Pierce Hawthorne, I faked a heart attack. Um, uh, my uh, Hank gets uh, get, uh, please save my dad. He's with ill. a bunch of with the Eltoid <laughs> box, which which was set up earlier. It's filled with a bunch of uh, giant ants. Well, no, <clears throat> it's filled with ants that become giant. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> they're surprised. Like a can, like one of those uh, snake can things, and there's a bunch yeah. of ants. Of peanut, they're like, please, I need my peanut brittle. So they get, they get, they get the, they get the lab. They're doing the thing. Janet, Chan, Janet channels Scott, which is pretty, which is pretty funny to see. Well, Paul Scott, Rudd. Paul Rudd, Scott channels. Yeah. yeah, Janet. Paul, Paul nails it. Oh Paul yeah, Rudd nails the, uh, the loving mother. He's very funny. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, he has sure. to go because um, the subplot with, that's going on with Scott is he's setting up an, um, a security company with with um, his three X Con friends called um, Michael, XCon. Michael Pena, Ti, and um, the guy that plays Polka Dot Man in Suicide Squad, David. I can't pronounce oh, his yeah, last name. Oh yeah, that is who he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's also like the joke. Uh, no, I recognize him. He's like, in the Dark Knight too. He's like yeah, the one he's guy the, the crazy guy with schizophrenia. <clears throat> um so in that time uh go uh ghost <clears throat> pardon me walter groggins 
has um, kidnaps uh, Scott's friends. Sorry, Scott's friends, and uses a truth serum on it, him. There's no such thing as truth serum. Which <laughs> no, there is. Which, no, which there's no such thing as truth serum. Which triggers, spoiler which alert. they use it on the wrong guy. They wrote, they use it on Michael Pena. <laughs> yeah, and Ti says you put a quarter, you put a quarter, and you just gotta let it play, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then they, so through that, through a very funny uh, uh, scene, they get. Um, <clears throat> he lets out where where Scott is. And, Finally, yep. And, <laughs> and Ghost is there. She so she runs out to the woods. Um, and Walter Groggins is a, has a guy on the inside of the FBI, which is which um, he brings up a lot. <laughs> He's like, which is uh, Agent Chow's. Well, it makes sense partner. because like the whole character thing is like he's. He's like trying to be big league. Yeah. You know, I have that, a like, friend he was in my FBI. He reminded me a lot of Justin Hammer, that uh, yes. Walter Grogan's character, uh, like that. Is but mine. completely different. Yeah. Like a, like a, a different type of dude. But, the, but like the like, same level. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So like basically, yeah, this whole movie is just about them trying to get Janet back. But it's just complication after complication after complication. Yeah. So, so including a classic three from way, here on uh, out. Three yeah. way keep the ball. Yeah. From here on out. If it's you haven't watched it, scenes, yeah. go watch it. Spoilers ensue. Um, Make sure you watch the second movie in the series first. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, what what is the <laughs> yeah, second we movie? we got to get into okay. this theory. I mean, so here we, we go. What this is. So the first one being Ant-Man. Third okay. one being Ant-Man and the Wasp. The second one that nobody remembers and everything is called I Could Never Be Your Woman. And what happens in this is... It okay, actually, podcast over. No. Completely. <laughs> you know, listen, not even... What? This is the last episode. No, so... When Scott, in the end of Ant-Man, went into the Quantumverse, he actually lost his memory because he wasn't, you know, as they showed in Ant-Man. What you don't see is all the time that he spent in the Quantumverse, where time works differently, where he lost his memory and became an actor. And he became an actor on a teenage sitcom that was produced by Janet. And after they wrestled with their age gap, their large age gap, they actually dated Net. Gave us the quantum entanglement. I can't believe you got me excited for that. It's what? It's real. <laughs> it, Michelle, look it up. It's 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 Scott Lang and Janet it, together in a Tracy Allman movie. Like a lot of people don't want to know that Tracy Allman wrote for the for the MCU, but hey, she did. Why don't we watch this for and then the they podcast dated. too? And while we're at it, um, in the net um, after Endgame. And because he was time traveling, quantum entangled. He um he got stuck in the nineties, and then he he had, he had to become an actor, and then he had to work. He, he had to his first movie role is uh was a Halloween six. The curse. No, Michael he was Myers. just time traveling, went into the wrong multiverse, and got stuck in Hatfield, Illinois. He dated on the Janet. Wrong day. He dated Janet in that, and they became. That's what caused the quantum entanglement. Why they were together, in the mind in the quantum verse. That's what. Otherwise, he had a week to come up with this too. I want, it was I'm a good one. You. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't because the listener probably doesn't even know what you're talking about. I don't it's know called, what he's talking about. I could never be your woman. It's a movie. Look it up. I okay. could never be your it woman. Stars. When did this movie come? Nineteen fifty-eight. No. <laughs> <laughs> the '90s, right? It, I gotta go to my IMDb's. They I know what the did I know me. what the cover looks like. I don't. Oh, I, that reminds me. <laughs> oh boy. Mind you, what as you the thing I was gleefully you guys. smile so, and giggle as you so, look through your phone. So, where does this movie rank with your with your MCU movies? I'm, I mean, are you top about, three for you sure. You could never be my woman. 
Yeah, top three. It was, I mean, it definitely it no, wasn't, didn't have not, enough action. But it's, it didn't have enough action. I don't know. I really, I really. 2007. Like I liked out. it a lot. Okay. Just 2007. Know. Yeah, 2007. Star John Lovitz. It's not the movie I was thinking of. No. Star- so he's got a bunch of. It, movie Star- Star- like, John it looks like the Brady John Bunch Lovitz. cover. But look. See? Michelle Pfeiffer. Paul Rudd. What's the cover for the movie? Does it look like the Brady Bunch? I sent it to you, but your guys' faces are on it. <laughs> oh my so gosh. Golden. <laughs> what the? I was so happy with that. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully everybody's enjoying the last time I'm invited to the podcast. And uh, uh, so, Ant Man and the Wads. I do love the fact. I, uh, I'll post. I it hate on, how easy Photoshop is used. Okay. I'm I'm gonna post that. I'll post that on our Twitter. It's at Marvel Deviants, and I'll also post it on the Facebook Marvel Deviants on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> I I think you know I really do like the way to it start like the Ant Man and the Wasp started because it brings you up to speed real quick with the fact that they're they're like he's on house arrest because he joined Cap's team. Yeah. He he everybody that cares about him in the Ant Man universe part of it the like you know Hank Pym and his daughter like hate him for different reasons. Hank hates him because he joined the Avengers. It's which both Hank for betrayal is, is against and then. The daughter's upset that she wasn't invited along. Right. To join when she's clearly has this more powers and is better at using Scott didn't trust her enough to confide in her. Even though in fairness, I I feel like Scott didn't know what was happening. I feel like they just showed up and they're like, Hey, Captain America needs you and he's like, All right. (laughs) Yeah, they blackbagged him. They were just like because they 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 teased that at the end of the first Ant Man the Ant Man with the well, not not this, but Civil War. They have you know Falcons looking for him, mm-hmm. and then that leads into him being black bagged and going to yeah Russia or whatever Germany and getting beat. <laughs> and they just show like the whole thing of like how he's trying to remain sane after having spent almost two full years on house arrest, like on such a lockdown of house arrest. Did they black this- bag him? They pull up a bag over his head in a van. I thought he was just sleeping. No, in he was back. sleeping in that. Yeah. Hey, either way, though, I'm pretty sure they black. Like, I don't that's think he I, understood how. what was happening fully. I don't think he understood, but I don't think he was taking. I, I, I guarantee as well. you, they. I guarantee you, they didn't go. So, Scott, here's the thing: the Sarkovia things are about to get signed, and what you're about to do is going to make you an international terrorist. Well, they also know. I what think they he did. did. I don't think they did. I think I they think just said, they did. "Captain America needs you," and he's like, "Can I call him Cap?" And they're like, "I fucking guess." Is that really your only question? He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> How do you feel about <laughs> Ghost character in this movie? I like it. Like Ghost, Ghost is a much different character in the comic books. Yeah. It's a Iron Man villain primarily. Um, and he he is like uh, he it has like a suit that lets him like go through stuff like Kitty Pride or whatever. Um. I, it's not like a really remarkable bad guy either. It's just like a thief, like a, like a technology thief. He's like vision light. Yeah, sort of, but yeah, just like, vision's kind of power. that's the power, but like, that's all it really, he can really do with it. Like kind of like become temporal or whatever. And cause but, heart attacks. Um, I, I, I liked, I liked ghost in this. I thought they gave her like a like, like MCU level tragic backstory and all that good stuff. Yeah. And they had to do keep on with the whole father son's dynamic or father daughters. Right. I feel the like the only they... thing that kind of sucks is like, <clears throat> there's no, 
honestly, like, I don't really, I, I said it sucks, but it, like, on, like, even as I said it, I was, like, kind of thinking on it. There's no real bad guy in this movie, but the, 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 it's not like a bad guy type movie. It's a movie well, where they, you, yeah, the movie's focused on the characters. On a mission. This movie is yeah. completely character driven. Yeah, they're I, totally focused on a mission. I feel, too, like, you know, Ghost and Goli- old Goliath there, they handled it wrong. Because at one point, when you find out that you have the same objective, yeah, as them is to save this a complete person, lack of communication. It, like what you're doing is delaying it to get that. Oh, I don't think they wanted to save her. No. Yeah, but they wanted her out of the quantum realm. Did they so want her they out of the quantum realm? Her. Yeah, or were they just going to drain her from inside? They didn't. They didn't. I don't think they knew what they were doing. They yeah. didn't. They just wanted. They were taking. They were taking energy from the quantum realm. It but just has so yeah. happened that it was taking it from Janet. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if that's what you I wanted, because she was the them. key. How yeah. brilliant would it have been to like just let them bring her out? Then you know Hank Pym, who's the genius. Well, is clearly gonna be they weren't going to bring her out. Though. He's going to be like, oh my god, I found. Look what no, was happening when they when they started to fix her. Goliath okay. was going, or whatever. Bill, Bill Foster. Bill Foster was going to do <laughs> that. Um, and then, and then Ghost is like, fuck this and like knocked him out or whatever. Right. Which it's like, he, I mean, and it's not even like he was like, well, let's just help. Like he had, he brought up a great point right away. He's like, she's a fucking genius too. And yeah. if you just stop being a little bitch, they'll save you, which they know. do instantly. <laughs> like Janet comes out well, and yeah, she's she like, has, oh, I miss yeah. my family so much and I'm going to hug them. And then, oh my God, this girl's in pain. Zap. <laughs> You're good now. Yeah, she has this new quantum power where she can mess with people's physics with quantum sure. ability. Um, because not she's, really, not really thought out very much, no, like Scarlet Witch's. It, it worked more like it, in this movie. The way it worked was like if you wear socks and you scuff your feet on the floor and then just zap someone with that little shock of electricity. That's the important thing, did. Golden. Damn it. Sorry. Yeah, that's, um, just yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. So the important thing is that she's been affected by the quantum realm because she's been there for 60 years. Yes. Yeah. And now do they go into years. the fact not that 60 years. Six does, like, what? does time work differently there too? Like did they go yes. into that? I can't remember. If, I'm sure every time always works they differently in a different thing. Time can yeah. work differently when he's, when um, Hank Pym's talking about going subatomic in the first one. I believe I'm not hundred percent sure on that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I remember yeah. that for some reason. Yeah, they, 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 they. It's it's you, brought up before now. Yeah. Yeah, it's just tough to remember what was said in comics is, and what was said in the movies. I say time is always different in other realms because that way you can write in so many cool things that happen. Like this, I think a like, lot of it. You were only gone for a minute. I was gone for years, and now I'm a villain. They're always a villain after that because like yeah, they've been driven. Yeah, because if because if you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> Um, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself. There you go. That's what I was looking for. You're welcome. Yeah. Scree, scree. Thank you. So, before going further, got a little bit of trivia for you guys here. Okay. This comes it. from the Marvel trivia game. And we are talking about Ant Man and the Wasp. So, we'll be using Ant Man and the Wasp trivia cards. Okay. Hit me. Okay. So, um, you want to do. Age before beauty, or who's going first here? Don't matter. We'll have a chance to oh, steal. We got the oldest and the most beautiful one. Over okay, there. Golden up first. <laughs> this one's tough. Okay, oh, this is for oh, good, one good. point. If you get it wrong, Mister Sir has a chance to steal it. Ooh, the stakes are high. 
What is Hope's surname? Van Dyne. <laughs> Excellent. Get that. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, because I remember that I was like, because I was trying to remember what Janet's surname was. And I'm like, surely it's Pim. And then I'm like, it's not Pim. And then it's like, and then the daughter of Coach Hope, which funny thing is, if you remember, I kept calling her the daughter through this whole podcast because I forgot her first fucking name. <laughs> but I remembered her last name. I pick, <laughs> I pick up on your on your little tells. Like I, I could tell I'm last shitty week, with names. I could tell last week that he didn't even, he did not watch that Ant-Man trailer. I did. Actually. You did? Yeah, I did. I just, <laughs> I just didn't have anything to say about it. My my problem is, is that I watched it, and I at the same time I also watched I was, Evil Dead Rise trailer, mm. and I watched Renfield trailer. So like, as much I as you. I love the MCU I was stuff, just trying to call you out. Oh no, no, like, fair. I did actually that, watch it though. But in fairness, that, I have done entire podcasts with you guys where right. I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's not like I, the I, accusation I, I is to. unfounded. <laughs> <laughs> okay unfortunately your number one question is a little bit tough there'll be five questions for you okay time. okay right. so golden in the lead with one point mr sir Let's go. what is the name of scott lewis's dave and kurt's business oh we talked about this i, I talked about it in the podcast and you fucking ignored me <laughs> and it's showing right now <laughs> oh it's something con Careful, because Golden has don't give too much away. Golden has a chance to steal. I know the answer. I said it on the podcast. (laughs) There's no proof of that. I could. I'll describe the fucking logo. Xcon security. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's right. That's correct. Yeah, Yeah. ding, ding, ding. (laughs) But with the letter X, because they're mutants. Yeah, they're not mutants. mutants. (laughs) Maybe they are. We don't know. We don't know. We haven't seen Quantum Manium. I don't think they're going to be in Quantum Mania, but I don't think so. Either. You don't think so? Oh, Maybe like in the beginning of the you, movie. Yeah. First of all, it's not an Ant-Man movie a, if if the one dude doesn't go off on a tyrant on a whole long. So it's not an Ant-Man movie if Michael Pena doesn't go off. On, so does he <laughs> do that? It's and, just like it's not a malt. There's so not. So you have a Julius. claim. There's a second Ant-Man movie. He's <laughs> in Michael. It. I was Pena. hoping he was. I looked it up. I can look it up. And I was like, please just give me one more actor. <laughs> That was in this movie that was also in it, and it would have been the fucking perfect, but no, unfortunately, he wasn't in it, and you just used my own logic against me, and I am not a fan. Okay. <laughs> Table flip! <laughs> Judo. This one's tough, Golden. Okay. Hope you're ready. This is two no, points. Probably not. <laughs> How do Hank and Hope hide their lab? Oh. They shrink it down, and it has a little carrying handle. Yeah. And... I am a little upset that they didn't make it more toy-like of a cool thing because, like, the fact that they keep all their cars in that Hot Wheels carrier. Like, yeah, yeah, They should yeah. have something that makes it more toy-like. I'm just saying. Not briefcase. Oh. What animal, Mr. Sir, that was two points, right? eats Antonio Banderas? It's a seagull. Anthony wanted, just checked to make sure I did want to make sure correct. it was a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to make sure. Tim wasn't it by the bay? So therefore it was a bagel. You're welcome. Dead jokes. Dead jokes. Okay, Golden. Oh, damn. Rough. Very rough. Damn it. How many points is this one? I, I need to give Golden a different card. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're all pretty easy. It's fine. Who saves Ghost by transferring some quantum energy into her? Janet Van Dyne. That's a three-point answer. It was, and it was, again, something I... See, look, this is how good I am at this. The things I bring up, 
I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember. How Mr. Sir's question is a little bit tougher. Okay. Not really. <laughs> Why is Scott unable to leave his house for two years? He was caught jacking off in a movie theater. <laughs> 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 oh, he was, uh, he was pun- punching Spider-Man and Iron Man in, uh, in an airport in uh, Captain America colon Civil War from the year 2016. Covered on our previous podcast. I wonder if these are any harder. <laughs> what she said. So much forethought went into the trivia game. He's like, I'm just going to grab these cards that are Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. What confectionery is also Janet's nickname for Hope? No, Jelly Bean. I also brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, man, people are going to think that I cheated. Confectionery. It's Jelly Bean because she calls her Jelly Bean. I like how they wanted to know in, in so, detail what that so wardrobe funny. looked like. Anthony and you conspiring before it. Okay, these are all the answers. <laughs> these incredibly we're gonna, easy We're going to make Mr. Sir look bad. I, I do want to like say. Big dumbass. We're going to make him answer the hard ones. I, I do love like when anytime in a movie when they get a chance to really show like what the dynamic is between characters. And I felt like them questioning Scott about his vision when they're like, was, was she hiding in a wardrobe? And he's like, no. Like, well, what's she hiding in? A, a big dresser. And then Hank Pym's just like, a wardrobe? <laughs> and he's like, oh, then yeah, I guess a wardrobe. <laughs> the fact that, yo, this, this fucking this cat burglar doesn't know what a fucking wardrobe is. <laughs> I know. It was funny. I, don't, I only knew what it was because I had one. <laughs> Did you hide in it? Every single That's the only time. reason you knew what a also, wardrobe was. Also, the little not because offhanded, you read Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. The uh, the offhanded comment of I don't think you really knew how that game worked. <laughs> she <laughs> mentions that that's the only place she ever hid. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I just I don't I don't I don't think and it just and it's such a one off that they just keep bar- like basically like when I say shit and then you guys just keep barreling on with everything past my dumb shit. That's what they did in there. They, Paul, they, Paul Rudd is a You see what he's doing, writer. right? Yeah, I know. He's trying to distract you so you're <laughs> off guard when you get the next <laughs> question. No, because I probably gave him the answer. It's probably going to be like, what did she hide up. in every time? He's trying to get in my fucking head. Giant Where trapper. does Hope hide? No. Um, <laughs> in what realm is Janet Van Dyne trapped? The quantum realm. Jesus, that's how incorrect. many points is that fucking um, thing? <laughs> that's four. That is four flopping points. Wow. Here's the big... Who's here's the bad five points, Golden? I hope you're ready for this. The wardrobe. Who does Hope save from drowning? Oh, well, some would say Ant Man, but really it was Giant Man in that. But it was Scott Lang, and then you needed orange slices. You are incorrect. <laughs> also, why didn't maybe they covered it in the movie and I just didn't see it? But why didn't didn't they use the old suit at that point? No, he was is. His... <laughs> No, did they not cover his, it? Or? No, he was like. But no, I'm saying why didn't they? Because when out, clearly the new needed, suit is shit. Because they took the thing out of that suit. Oh, to yeah, use that's for, right. Okay, that's what they needed that part. I missed that little part. But I was just because yeah, yeah, I was thinking, I'm like, why would you still use the fucking faulty yeah, one that made I, you look like a toddler? And Scott as a toddler one. was just fucking hilarious. That was pretty funny. Especially Janet. You, especially Hope Spock and Shrinkies. That okay, was great, and hope, that, that was hope, Michael Douglas ad libbing. Oh, yes. it, hope being shitty about like, going. Oh, you almost Douglas. reached it. It's like we're on a fucking time limit to save your mom, <laughs> and yeah. you're you're kind of being a dick right now. <laughs> 
Well, you just gave him the answer to his Oh, name. son no, of a I'm bitch. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> what size? <laughs> how many days of house arrest does Scott Lang have left when he accidentally puts his foot through his fence? He has, oh, I think mm-hmm. two days, right? 48 Final answer. Hours. Is it three? Three days. There three days. Go. There you go. Because two years. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah, want to go right. with two and then two. I was like, how much time passes in this movie? Do you know how is... hard it is to entertain a child and you can't leave the house for two years? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, I I got to experience. It was it was pretty hard entertaining a kid for fucking like however long we were stuck inside during COVID. But you know what Goddamn I never did? I never built a fucking cardboard maze in my house. Absolutely not. No, that was I'm way not, too much I'm, effort. I am not as cool of a dad as Scott Lang. Yeah. He also is a part-time dad, so that is also Dude, easier to be a really as, cool dad. As a parent. Uh, tell you that my daughter's gotten into this and new no cartoon, job. and right. I don't know if it's a new cartoon or not, but it's new to us. She's been watching Bluey, which oh, okay. is amazing because it's got adult jokes. It's like how Disney does it, where adult jokes, but it's for kids. But the problem is, I am now realizing that I am a substandard parent compared to this fucking Australian dog, because these parents do. Like every imaginative thing that their kids come up right. with, and they play along with it no matter what's going on in their life. And I'm like, I don't want to sit on the floor and play fucking ping pong <laughs> with my daughter for more than five minutes because it hurts. And these guys are like, oh, we're late for school. And the, the daughter's uh, like, heavy. And he just starts pretending like everything's too heavy. One of, one like, of the most annoying parts of being a parent is definitely that you, you don't really think about it ever is like how boring it is playing with. <laughs> kids sometimes especially when they're like and they have they're they're old enough to have an imagination but it's not quite there yet <laughs> and i and i realized that my imagination is better suited for writing horror movies and stuff like that right, like yeah so my daughter's like play with gabby's playhouse with me and i'm like going okay and i'm like i'm on the floor which now i'm done i can't get back up for a couple days and she's just like let's let's and, she, and it's so funny because She's eight. She's my child. And yet she feels like she has to guide me. So she's like, let's pretend that you got the wrong box. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then I just go, oh, I got the wrong box. <laughs> like, I can't even put imagination into that. Like, I'm, Right. And I'm like, fuck, I'm bad at this. Like, I used to be so good because I was I grew up an only child as well. And unlike my daughter, my parents would not play with me. <laughs> no, They're no. They're like, just go outside. So I would like wander into the woods with a machete. <laughs> <laughs> which is <laughs> says a lot about me really and and i would just come back Jason at night sightings like it would just yeah. be like i'd be like ah oh, what i gotta do because my my parents would you know make me be up at like eight seven eight in the morning none of my friends had parents that made them get up so they're mm. getting up at like noon right i'm not allowed in the house none of my friends are awake <laughs> so i'm just like <laughs> oh what's little golden gonna do i found a machete going in the woods God. <laughs> i don't know how i lived to this point, honestly. That, that's a show I want to watch. Young Golden. Young Golden, right? It's way better than okay. Sheldon. So, oh, yeah. for Beats overtime, you'll each get one question. Okay. Upon completion of both, it will end in a tie. All right. Meaning, Anthony tried to find the hardest questions on yeah, this. Yeah, I think it's IMDb trivia. Oh. I, could, I could just be like, who is the supplier of black market tech for whom Hope and Hank try to purchase a component? But yeah, I'm not going to do that. one because, of us know the answer yeah. to the, the, uh, the guy name. from Michael Chiklis show. So, but I was right I about that. Pick, I could his, get his, his first name was Sonny, but his Sonny. last name was Birch. Uh, but he owned We, um, oui, which is French for yes. Like, yes, farm table. Yes. They, like, it was the whole thing he went into. What is Ghost's real name? Oh, 
<laughs> just that look. There's this expression. <laughs> Did not expect that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to answer it with when I don't know the answer and also don't want to sound. How racist. about just the first name? I I don't I don't know. Esperanza. Fuck, that did sound fucking racist, didn't it? I was Mr. Sir for the steel. I don't know. You're going to punch yourself when... Probably. Is it ghost? <laughs> no, it's... I just went with what sounded like spirit, because I was like, oh, how fun. No, it's it's something like... It's like Jennifer or something. I called the fuck out of that spirit. It's, uh, that's the sound that you are incorrect. Um, <laughs> It's Ava. Ava, okay. Ava Star. Okay. I was way off... <laughs> Ava Star. I I was trying oh, to think of Egghead's right. last. Ava I couldn't Star. even think of his name. I could just think of Egghead. I didn't even know it was Egghead. Okay, Mister Sir. Yeah, they don't. It's not for the win. Yes. Fuck. Name one of the two model ants that Cassie and Scott play with in the house. The model ants. Oh shit. Anthony. Yeah, is that one of them? That it isn't. Nope. I could have swore it. Nope, Anthony was one of them. That's yeah. from the first movie. Yeah, but I thought they modeled, made a model based on him, and called him Anthony. He's got the answer. Yeah, so. he does. Well, it doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> I once doesn't mean I it's wrong, right. But... I once found uh, trivia cards with wrong answers on them. These aren't. No, I, you looked it up, right? Oh, okay. No, what, what I didn't. Oh, look it, I just. I was like, I don't lie on the card either. to be correct. Oh, okay. I don't. All right. What's I, I don't guess. know. Um, just guess. Yeah. Just take a guess. Uh, for the it's win. A, it's an ant pun for sure. It, it is. Anthony Hopkins. No. Anton and Antoinette. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. So it's a tie. It's a tie. Nobody lost. We both, we, well, we both lost. You, the, the, Mr. Sir, you had it. You had it in your grasp. It was in your clutches. It's weird because I feel like a huge loser right now. <laughs> <laughs> that has well, nothing to do with the trivia game. I love the fact that, that, that the final trivia questions were like the only hard ones, by the way. Everything else we had already discussed. I mean, um, it wouldn't be hard if we had paid attention to like slightly more detail to the Yeah. The you guys did good. Honestly, I, you guys got five questions ready. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I if, if the only time I ever watched the movie was last night, I probably wouldn't have. Like the Meatloaf song, Five Out of Six Ain't Bad. That's right. <laughs> okay. When I, I do want to say that, like, Obviously, because Marvel has amazing casting, they always do. But I feel like the Ant- the Ant Man and these Ant Man movies and all this stuff would not work if you didn't have Paul Rudd. Like he has the right acting ability, the right incorrect. Feel. Actually, he's what holds you those son. movies back. <laughs> fucking nerdy. Could you imagine if it was just Michael Douglas as Hank Pym and that that was the center of the movie? I don't it think would, it'd be that bad. Yeah, it would be. Fucking it'd be a horrible. totally different to- movie. A but. Totally different movie. Like you wouldn't be. Like Michael Douglas is, it makes makes a good straight man to to Paul Rudd. Until he goes off the reservation with that. You want a juice? How was your? How was school today, buddy? You want a juice box and some string cheese? That was great. I loved it. But that's what makes it so funny is when the straight man's like, "I'm gonna do a fucking joke." Actually, for that you son of a bitch. And so, to the, uh, <laughs> I'm just already just calling you a son of a bitch. No, for I know you're about for to the Scott Lang to get the um, to get the congruency right for him and. Jan, or um, hope. hope, um, they had, they actually used a motion capture camera, which they don't use a lot in CGI, CGI anymore. You know, no, yeah, like barely ever. It's not top end stuff, you know. Right. So I thought that was kind of cool. Movie was it was really good. I like like again, I love Paul Rudd, so I'll watch him in everything, including 
bad Halloween movies. Um, Did you watch him in that movie with Paul Giamatti, that Christmas one? You have to narrow that. They're one. like ex-cons or something. They start a, a tree selling business for Christmas. I probably yeah. have. The Ten is one of my favorite ones. That's uh, a David Wayne movie. Yeah. Actually, I didn't know he was in Ted. The the Ted. <laughs> Just Ted kidding. I'm sorry. And then it's so funny. The too. other David Wayne one. They they came together. You remember that? Yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Guy, I love that movie. Everyone was movie. like. That one is like so underrated. Everyone did not get that. Movie. Yeah, and we had to listen to Golden's bad jokes. Like more, more of like showing you know how your phones listen to everything because of the fact that we're right. watching Ant Man and all this stuff. Then on on Facebook, of course, there's an article I saw that like just came up about Paul Rudd as a human. Oh yeah, Facebook doesn't even try to hide it. No, like, well, no, no, they're they're like, like oh, spon- we heard you say this. Yeah, all my sponsored shit is like mcu related stuff and it's all like ant-man but not new ant-man it's like stuff from like the older movies and shit well i was having a problem even finding um and and the reason is is because of course i was typing in ant-man for the imdb search and so i'm like i can't get the new fucking movie (laughs) i'm getting all excited because it's not ant-man it's it's avengers Quantum encounters, right? Or no, no, it's, it's, it's <laughs> no. That's what it keeps Wasp, bringing up. Quantum mania, but they don't. But it's not on. It's not on Paul Rudd's IMDb at all. Uh, like that, they probably like, don't want to list any of the actors or anything in it. Yet. But you, you gotta list. He's in the fucking trailer. Like, put clearly, he's in the movie. They probably have something cut out now where it, yeah. it doesn't come up until Dude. after the movie releases or something. But um, anyway, so like I, the article I Avengers heard about Quantum Paul Rudd encounters. as a person is. So apparently, it sounds like a this, legit name. It, it it is a thing. They put quantum in front of everything. I wonder if this has to do with Ant Man. It's called the Shrink Next Door. Paul Rudd was stop. God. Just stop. Just turn uh, off IMDb. Oh, there's Chippendale Rescue Rangers when when he shrunk down and played with the chipmunks. Okay, it's the same thing. All right. But anyways, um, what I was going to say is, hey, Paul uh, Rudd as a human being, at least that has a little more consistent or continuity than I should have gone with. That I know I should have gone with the shrink next door. Damn. Yeah, what the hell, man? Yeah, even Chip and Dale would have worked better than. I like what I went with because it had two of them in it. You like Michelle? what you went with because you picked it. Yeah, well, yeah. But anyway, so Paul Rudd is a human. I just want I like this story. I really do like this story because. You always hear about like whether actors are like you know complete d bags or amazing, oh, and you okay. always hope okay. that they're amazing. Oh yeah, I've heard <clears> nothing but nice. Yeah. About so them. apparently, he this guy who wrote who was talking about this happening was working in a gas station, and the boss, being what they are, were like, "No more smoke breaks ever," because that's what the companies do. How does this relate to Paul? Ryan? It does. It will. Okay. <laughs> so this guy was like on like the tail end of a 10 hour shift and right. Paul Rudd came in to, and as he's looking around, I guess the boss came out and was being shitty to this dude. And so Paul Rudd walked up and he put like, was buying a candy bar and yes, Anthony's playing me off right now. <laughs> so, so, uh, he, it's probably bringing up Paul Rudd articles right now because he listened to you. Uh, so he brought up, he bought a candy bar, and then he's like, was like, dude, has it been a rough night? Like to this guy, and the guy is like, you know, I'm not gonna be offended because I look like shit because I've been working for ten hours and I don't get a break. And I was like, so he's like, yeah. So I told him, yeah. And then Paul Rudd looked at the boss and was like, hey, I, I need help loading my car because I hurt my back. Uh, I need this guy to come out and load my car for me. Now keep in mind, he's buying a fucking one candy bar. <laughs> But the boss is like a normal boss. It's like, well, if customer wants it, you got to do it. So he 
goes out there and then apparently like Paul Rudd bummed a smoke off him and then made him smoke the entire time. And he's like, you can't, you're not, you can't go in until you finish smoking a cigarette and enjoying a break. So like, and then, so he's not a nice guy because he made him smoke a cigarette. I mean, is that what you're trying to bummed a smoke off him too, which is kind of shitty. Like, I don't know when in (laughs) Paul Rudd's career this is, but like, I don't know when this is in Paul Rudd's career, but it'd be like, cigarettes are expensive. And be like, dude, you make fucking millions. And I'm, working at this shithole but yeah sure have one of my fucking cigarettes but i mean but he was being a good guy so i like it i like the story i mean you wouldn't give a cigarette to paul rudd to be able to smoke with them and i talk. don't have a cigarette but i would go in and but i'm saying one. if you did because you did oh, smoke it. Oh, absolutely. candy bar he bought was a kit kat it was actually it was a butterfinger like, break ah <laughs> that would have been way better <laughs> was it really a kit kat <laughs> no it was a butterfinger oh i just that's, that's my favorite oh is it really yeah, yeah. I don't like those. We had, oh my God, we just circled back around to the discussion we had that had nothing to do with the podcast where Mr. Sir was asking us our favorite candies. That was my, (laughs) it was me that was asking that. Oh, it was like, I did not bring that because I thought it would be funny (laughs) to do the trivia and then whoever lost had to eat their least favorite candy bar. But then you said you don't eat sugar anymore. Well, I, I, I won't say like Mr. Sir, I I was going to have him eat like orange chocolate. Maybe you like a Charleston chew. I mean, here's the issue is that you, you you can't really get me with the whole worst because I eat the worst candies out there. I, I like black licorice. Ugh. So do I. I like I like uh, love it. all sorts of like you love it. That's <clears throat> that is so on brand. Why? Because <laughs> it's so gross. But here's the thing. The, the reason I like Gold, all Golden these has bad no things. taste. But Golden smoked for however many <laughs> years. So he can eat. He can eat. His, he doesn't have taste buds. You all have my, taste buds. What is wrong with you? All my love of bad of like bad foods and stuff come from the fact that as a kid, nothing was safe in my house. Like my my dad would just fucking eat my candy. Do it. <laughs> so I started to like the shit that nobody else liked. Because you know what, I can have candy in my house now that nobody eats. I know it'll be there. Forever. I just have weird taste in candy. Like I like I like. Like some weirder candy. I like I like 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 candy necklaces and shit like that. And like he's like I like the stuff, stuff that you can only get in that special I like, segment. Special I, like, I like weird candy. So like Courtney gets so pissed because she's like, I don't want this. What? <laughs> so she she eats normal stuff. My wife eats normal stuff, but uh, my candy is not safe for my kids who like weird candy because they're kids as well. So they they get into my shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> my my daughter loves those conversation hearts. <laughs> oh, those are so gross. <clears throat> also, oh, so those are up there with candy corn are. as being like gross, overrated candy. <laughs> my my daughter is so funny because like the the when she was y- even younger, she didn't she didn't like chocolate, which made Halloween amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, she would trick or treat and anything chocolate yeah, yeah, yeah. went to daddy's bucket. And then as each year goes by, less and less gets mm-hmm. put into Danny's bucket. But it's funny because, like, you know, you'll we live in a smaller town. So sometimes when she's trick-or-treating, she'll go up to a house where no kids have really shown up at. And they're always like, oh, just pick whatever you want from here. Take a few things. And my daughter will sift through to find the Smarties. Ugh, the things that uh, are like the last gross. in everyone's house. You Halloween like candy bucket. necklaces. They really it's are. It's really not that far of a stretch. Well, the, the candy necklace has a hole in the smarting. So that's <laughs> so it completely. <laughs> they're, they're different. They're, they're different consistency. No, yeah. they are. Plus, with but a they're smarty, not that different. With a smarty, you can't snap your saliva covered string back onto your neck after you've eaten it. I, I would be grossed that was out. That's a bad example. I, like the I, would, I would be grossed out if like you hadn't just mentioned like sticking stuff in daddy's bucket. Oh, well. <laughs> 
I like like peach rings and shit like that. I think I only those, get Twizzlers. Oh yeah, those are good. I think I only get Twizzlers now. Twizzlers are like good. that's the only thing that she'll give me. What about red vines? She if she gives them to me. I'll no, what's your preference? Twizzlers. Like, red like... vines. Red vines is a is a crazy to like that over Twizzlers. Really? Yeah, because there's. I feel so... like it has more of a fruity flavor though. But they have like such a weird texture and aftertaste. I think, so does so. Twizzlers. Mm, not as not like red vines. Red vines are more like are tougher, like Plus, jerky. You know what red vines doesn't have? They don't have don't the so. um, the filled ones that oh, with creamsicle. Yeah. Creamsicle Twizzlers. I'll fuck it. I'll fight. Or those ones that like are like know, string cheese that pull apart. Those the ones pull are, and peels. Those yes. taste like the reason I can't eat those. They taste like you are Luden's a candy connoisseur, drops. sir. They the, taste like Luden's cough drops. The filled ones. Um, the, the, actually, the pull and peel ones taste more like how I think red vines taste. I like, see, which like, is like Luton's I like red vines. Drops. I like yeah. those pull and the peels. The filled ones, those are only good for like maybe like two, and then you're they're eating them and you're like, oh Not my god, <laughs> this is so fucking. This we, is so much. I don't know. I don't know. When uh, when I used to work at, do the you like bank, gushers? I like gushers. Well, gushers is different consistency. Right, That's a more but liquid it's still filled with a like a strong. Yeah. True. Oh, that reminds me. I have a fucking Oreo cowtail in my. Jacket. Okay. So, anyway, so what I wanted to say, because this is not, I was going to say, because you're like, oh, those are good for two. When I worked at the bank that was inside a grocery store, one day they brought the clearance uh, cart and parked it in front of the bank. And it was just fucking all those Twizzlers. It was just all the filled Twizzlers. And they were on sale for so cheap. And I'm like, well, and me <laughs> and the other guy bought like a ton of them. Ugh. And we just sat there with it between us and we're just we destroyed like at least two bags and they were like the family size bags each i get like i'll get like one of like this like the smaller ones and i'll eat like three of them and then the rest of them just go stale and i throw them on because i like eat them and like i'll I'll just be like i'll I'll get them for work and i'll be like i'll just like uh, cowtails no not cowtails no no twizzers which have which have no there's no way to store them other than getting like a giant plastic bag to put them in, because or one of those the jars. only way to get a Twizzler out of the Twizzler package is to destroy the entire package because they're <laughs> yes. all stuck to each other. They the didn't know. They they've have ne- them individually wrapped in those plastic jars. They've never. They have Nobody never wants those. Yeah, they've never right, figured out the, the Twizzler package. No, they need to be like, difficult. They need to do like a resealable thing on them down the side. They do. Yeah. They you do can't have a resealable. Take bag. them from the top. I, but I'm talking about the ones that you would buy in a grocery store that are in the like, yeah. they're in the package. Like, not yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Like but, the one. No, but they have those resealable bags for Twizzlers. It's almost like a cookie thing. You pull the thing out, pull a Twizzler oh, out. Okay. And you I haven't it back seen up. this technology. But if it's out there, then I apologize to you, Twizzler executives. If it isn't you, out there, but I've never. Then I get your shit together, bag. Twizzler. Maybe I'm just making that. And they're head. all like, but they're all like also all stuck together and shit. So when you go to pull one apart, they all like grab it and just the bag is like. Which also makes destroyed. it one of the worst movie candies because you, yeah, you're not taking it out silently. Yeah, they're loud as fuck. Like, what are what, what's your what's your movie snack? Well, I don't know. Like besides, like lately, it's become popcorn. Popcorn. But before that, like candy wise, it would be Twizzlers. Probably Butterfinger. I actually love Twizzlers with, uh, with those uh, things or cookie, bunch of crunch. cookie dough bites are my. I like my those. Um, I like bunch of crunch. I like the the soft pretzel bites at the mm. Fandango. I feel like you're Not going, Fandango, You're talking about the really Regal. fancy yeah, ones. Yeah, like yeah. I. Like yeah, they're so square. You're you one dip of the in ones the that, cheese. You're yeah, one those of the ones are really that gets good. like that that fucking thing that sits in the cup holder and it's a whole. Oh, I wish we had those. 
when I lived in Utah, they had like restaurants you could order from, and then you just take the food into the theater with you, like Taco Bell, all that stuff. Yeah, I went to in the lobby. <laughs> um, I when don't I was, think Taco Bell is a good purchase for a movie, especially not a Marvel movie. It's actually great. I, I don't remember. You if got I, three hours, and your ass is going to just explode so in the middle of the movie. I went. I I, I went Beano's to one for. of those theaters before in uh, Toronto, and this was uh, my family and I were vacationing out there, and this was like Blade Two is out in theaters. This is how long ago it was. So I was I was fourteen, I think, because we were going to go to see a movie theater in a, a big, huge IMAX thing. Um, and I got I got like KFC and shit, so we were gonna go see Blade Two, but they have a different rating system up in Canada. And even with my parents, everything going has with, an A afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you can't see anything. You can't see, it was it was 15, fifteen or whatever for violence, so uh, we couldn't do that. So instead, what we saw was uh, Sorority Boys and a gigantic fucking IMAX empty, completely empty IMAX theater. We saw Sorority Boys starring Harlan Williams, where. He, him and two friends dress up like girls to be in a sorority. Which is funny because, nice. like, the way things have changed over the years, it's so funny because obviously there's a big age difference between us because I'm ancient. But I remember when I was a kid, my dad took us to the movies. Me and my friend wanted to see King Ralph because right. why not? And my dad was like, well, I'm just going to go watch uh, Dances with the Wolves. <laughs> not paying attention to the time difference twice as long so we come out of king ralph and i'm like the uh, fuck are we gonna 90, do 90 minutes yeah, yeah. yeah 90 yeah. minutes yeah. like great movie though like tops. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like, like a tight fucking movie not dances with wolves which is right, like yeah. what like almost three hours long. then the theater person, VHS the third theater person was like you can just go in to dances wolves theater <laughs> and wait it out and but like you, you're we can't they're like, you don't find, you know, it's pretty full. So they're like, you're not going to go find your dad. Right. So just go in, sit down. And so we caught the last half of Dances with Wolves. I had no fucking clue what was going on. I didn't, it was not into those kind of movies back then. They bored the shit out of me. Like it really did. I wasn't right. a Kevin Costner fan either. So I'm just like, I'm like, I have no fucking clue what's happening. <laughs> I think I came in right when he was dancing with wolves, though. So it was pretty cool. Good. I was oh, like, oh, sweet. roll credits. So, uh, but yeah, like they, they're like, go see this, this movie. Time. Like, just go in there and see this movie. And I think it was just because they didn't want us fucking wandering around. Oh, theater. yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. I'm just 100% with Um, So with Quantum Mania. Yes. Chances here. What do you think that even in the Marvel MCU? golden Mm -hmm. chances that nadia van dyne shows up it's likely it's just not going to happen because we have cassie and looks like she's putting on the costume but what chances she's she's definitely she's stature i don't i don't don't think there's a good chance i don't think so either there's already too many characters and they're bringing in like all more characters what do you think so i don't think there's i don't just don't think there's room what do you think janet's secret is when she's like, oh, there's something I have to tell you that you don't know. She probably ran a brothel. Kang. She ran a quantum brothel because you got to put quantum in front of it. She's probably like Colton. working with Kang at some point. I think she was a villain. I, I think it's going to come out that she was, and not even like a slight villain. I feel like it's going to come out that like she was like an oppressive, you know, iron fisted fucking villain, like running shit. Like she, like, I don't think she was a savior. Let's say that she. I think she was the bad guy in the quantum realm, a quantum villain. If you, you think will. maybe she was like cast out of the city, that's why she's in that outfit when she shows up and sees Hank Pym. 
I, I do. I think that she's. I think that I, I'm just I'm going to say she's she was not a good person. She definitely knew how to she use that not, healing ability right away, though. Well, but does that work in in the quantum realm? Or maybe it was a it must. maybe it was how to a use murder it she ability. But I'm saying maybe it did something different in the quantum realm. Could be. Um, they make maybe she was stealing from... everybody's. Like she was a quantum vampire. She was just like so. <laughs> so fingers. For I just wanted. To, I'm just bringing this up because it was something that we can talk about. It was something that we didn't get to talk about on the comics cast. Because we didn't get to, get to talk about the second comic book we read, um, Ant Man and the Wasp from 2018. Um, punching the table. <laughs> Nadia is is um, Nadia. Um, <clears throat> pardon me, Pim is the uh, Wasp in that book, and she mentions some. She brings up that. What do you think you're breathing when you're shrunk down smaller? Oh, there's a than bunch of cool stuff. Or, or, yeah, smaller than an uh, oxygen molecule or whatever. And it just makes you think, like, you know, Janet was down there for so long. Like, how much has, like, well, her even, anatomy changed and everything even more from, like, that, from just that? Well, yeah, that's that's what I was going to touch on. Um, and then even more, like, how are you seeing it when you're smaller than a photon? Yeah. You can't even see light rays. So here's a question. Clearly, it's established the quantum realm changes your dynamics of your DNA, your structure, whatever. Look what happened to Janet. She was down there for how many years? 30 years, whatever. Um, How long has Scott Lang been in the quantum realm? And then on top of that, Kang. What what is this going to change for Kang? Yeah. I mean, Scott was shrunk down for four years five right five or what yeah Yeah. whatever the snap was yeah Um, yeah and and i'm interested to see how kang got there and like how the quantum realm um relates to i think that's everything i'm I'm gonna guess that's how he moves through time Oh yeah, because they okay. So in the in the post one of the um the first post credit scene, the mid credit scene or whatever, uh, I forget if Janet or um, Hank tells Scott to be careful of a time stream because if he gets caught in it, they won't be able to yeah. get him back. Janet, okay. Because she also says something. She says they're beautiful, but oh, the, the tardigrade field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which which were was a cool uh, visual thing from the first movie. Actually, no. It was a cool visual thing from this movie. Kang sees it when he shrinks down. It, it makes sense that Kang wants to go after Ant-Man for his technology because he has successfully left the quantum realm twice. As far yes. as we know, only one other person has done it once, which is Janet, with Scott's help as well, technically speaking. But the thing is, is like Scott's the not the person because <laughs> he doesn't know how that shit works at all. Like He didn't even, doesn't even know how his own suit works, the most basics of it. He doesn't. And which well, the comical effect. He doesn't understand the physics of it. All he because well, he, he doesn't even know how to physics. fix it. Like he doesn't even know how to fix it when it. Fucking he has an idea though because he does an idea. But she fucking his idea is this: keep clicking it. Just keep like no, he does no, what that I was do set up when yeah. I have any to, technology. To, that I'm was like, set up to trick ghost. He was misdirecting her. Well, no, because he also did it when he was in the high school, and anytime it was it was fucked up. Well, he that was more like a damn stress. Thing. Like, damn it. That was when the, he when the it and it that was in. when the suit was malfunctioning. However, the suit we don't know how much time has passed in between yeah. 
the the end of like when two the, weeks when the credits two weeks from the credits. I don't start, know. I'm just joking. I, from when the credits start rolling, when the when he, when Scott gets his ankle bracelet off and all that shit, and they're watching the movie, and from that point to when the snap happens. We don't know how much time has passed. And obviously, like at that point, he wouldn't be going down to the quantum realm with testing stuff without the suit working correctly. Yeah. That's why they're doing it. And that's why he can't get back because everybody died. <clears throat> yeah. Not because he couldn't. The suit wasn't working because it was his, long enough for Scott to teach. Uh, it was long enough for Scott to teach the agent more close up magic, as we see in WandaVision. And we'll see next week. Like, he, I, I know people will probably hear a... me say this stuff. Well, he was always pra- oh, being a jerk. No, this is real. Well, he was practicing it. You should show him practicing it on the thing. But that in WandaVision, a, that was... he pointed out that Scott helped him more with it in WandaVision when okay. he does his card. And know. also, I do absolutely love that that scene between the two of them when he's like, yeah, well, I'll be seeing you. And he's trying to be like the tough cop, but he's yeah. not. He just isn't that character. And Scott's like, instantly. like what? Like we're gonna, like we're gonna, we're gonna go to like, oh, lunch yeah, or something. That. And he's like, did, did you? He's like, no, I no. I meant like, we're, I'm gonna, uh, like, I'll be there to arrest you. I, also I mean, really, do you want to go get lunch? <laughs> he's a, he's a really funny addition to the movie. He, I'm really glad that they bring him on for more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they don't I, ever make. Him I really liked him in the beginning something. of the. <laughs> no, I, I I do too. I hope they don't do like that, keep him but, what he is, right? Because that's fucking awesome. Um, I like I like when they first show him in the beginning, and when Scott's doing does the magic and he makes him look like he's throwing up the cards. Yeah, and um, in the um, Judy Greer's husband's like, how, how did he do that? Was well, like his yeah, reaction yeah. to that was so funny. That, their that funny. dynamic is also hilarious because I love how she's like, you can't just barge in here. Yeah, they they, they can. Oh, they can. <laughs> like the the fact that they're they get along all get along so well now like where it was natural for when he shows up at the house finally off house arrest that the yeah, the new husband gives hug. him this big hug and it wasn't awkward at all because just like yep yeah, we're just a tight-knit family now because i've been i've been playing also somebody should have been nice and bought him more fun stuff to do in that fucking house like that was kind of shitty he saved he helped save the world well, they, these, they, he just has really a fucking drum hope, set. Hope, hope has the, they have him down, like, to, to do what he, his activities were. And it was, like, eight hours of sleeping, like, tw- ten hours sitting in front of Netflix or whatever, sitting on the couch, watching TV, and then playing the drums. And it was, like, the same every day. He's, like, and it's like she goes to the bathroom for two hours. I don't know what that's about. He's, like, it's not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, getting the fucking the the fall asleep leg when you're just like scrolling oh, Twitter yeah. or whatever, or Facebook. Like, how long have I been on the shitter? It's even worse if, if I'm like if I just if I'm like already have headphones on and I'm just like da 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 da, and I go and then I like put on a YouTube video or something. I'm just kind of sitting. Oh, you there. listen to headphones in the bathroom? I listen to I. I don't Dude, know if I, I've ever done that. I have had, I listened to I have my earbuds a lot. If, I, I if I'm home, I probably have I have my headphones either on my head or on my, or like by me. Okay. Like if I'm doing stuff, it like is the only thing that keeps me motivated to doing shit around Here, the house. Here's what will happen if I don't <laughs> have my earbuds in and I play anything on my phone. My somehow my child will be able to hear it and the most innocuous video ever. I'll be like, oh, this looks cool. I'll hit it and they'll be like, fuck. 
<laughs> fuck, fuck, shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? And she's like, oh, bad words. Buttholes. And she's an eight-year-old, so like, there's more bad words than you think there's bad words. Like, hate yeah. is a bad word. Uh, dumb, stupid. You have to say silly. Oh, they're being silly, but you can't say they're being my, silly. My nephew. Being silly. My nephew being is stupid. a real character, and he's very, like, if you swear, he goes, you're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say that. And it's you. My brother has a potty mouth, and I'm worse. So <laughs> what? Not you. <laughs> yeah, not a man of your stature. My my kids know like what I say is like. I was like, my don't repeat what I say. <laughs> well, I tell them all the time, like, sweetie, you're not the bad word, please. You need to stop <laughs> because. You, you, I go, the important thing is you don't say those words. Other people can say, other people are adults. And as adults, I can say stupid. Right. <laughs> like, that's the thing. My fights aren't even for the, like, the yeah, actual stupid. bad words. They're for the... Saying things are oh. dumb. Or, yeah, yeah, I got, I got you. Or, God, for, like, when I say... I they're s- not allowed to say it in school. That's why you're and on I'll the like, floor. It's not just because right. you're... Your muscles are <laughs> atrophied. All your energy is just lost on these arguments. Listen, like when I'll be like, sweetie, I'll be like, I swear we're going to, you shouldn't swear. I'm like, oh, it's it's not the same. Or like, I'll say like, you know, like jerk, but I don't mean like he's a jerk. And I have to explain to her that great. Like, cause I'll be reading a book to her and I'll be like, oh, he jerked the, her arm and I'll, and she'll be like, oh, bad word. And I'm like, it's not it. So we used been- in this term. It's, it, it means this or and the, or hell, I said hell one time. My wife's like, you can't say that around her. I go, she goes to a daycare that is religious. They say hell. Why can't I <laughs> right. say hell? And damned, I go, that's in the Bible. I don't believe in the Bible, but she does. You sound like Bart Simpson. I can say whatever the damn hell I want. Fucking <laughs> okay. So I, I say something real quick. Anthony and I have been podcasting with Golden for like like eight or nine years, and they did notice that this time of podcasting that uh golden has been has been worn down by uh arguments and uh, he has given in on the arguments way easier than he ever has before that's because i have an eight-year-old version of me <laughs> in the house and i have found so... myself saying why is this an argument and then i go fuck <laughs> this is what they all deal with with me because <laughs> my daughter will just dig in and it'll be well, it, like she'll kick me or something. And I'll be like, sweetie, you, you can't do that. That hurt. And she's like, well, I didn't try to. I go, I, I get that, but you should try not to. Well, I, I did. I, I did try not I to. Picture, did you? I picture your dynamic being a lot like Cassie and Scott, you and your daughter. We, I, I try to be the fun dad. Yeah. Which, you always do try to be. I, you're a lot more of a fun dad than I am. I'm not. Kind of, I'm kind of a, a, a dick dad. It, like as far as like my let my kids do whatever. But like. My, there's my, a, I'm not the fun dad. You my, know? my problem is this. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I am the fun dad out of necessity. If I'm not coming up with something fun to do that I that I would like to do, then I'm going to have to do something that she thinks is fun and I think is wretched. Right. So I come up with like, I'll be like, oh, we should bake something today. And the problem and it's going to sound horrible, but the, the <sighs> crowning achievement of me as a father was when I found a way to get my daughter to let me take naps. Hell so yeah. she knows no, that are, if, if I'm important. home all day, <laughs> if I take a nap, she can watch YouTube during that time. There you go. So now she wants me to take a nap. And it's it's a brilliant thing. Like once you get to that point as a parent 
where they want you to do the thing that you fucking want to do because I'm old and I need that nap. And, and then I'm like, I'll just take an hour nap today. And she's like, oh, you should take an hour and a half. You know what? You're right. I'm going to treat myself. <laughs> and, but yeah, I, 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 it, I, on face, if you look on Facebook, you know, you're going to constantly see me going, look what the fun thing that my daughter and I did today. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. what it comes down to is I didn't want to play with Gabby's fucking dollhouse. <laughs> so I said, let's bake pavlova. Dude, <laughs> being creative is, is, is so necessary. My daughter, like I always thought that I was a creative person and then I had my child and she is so weirdly creative. Like, we have the spot in the house where we put all the recyclables until somebody takes them outside. By somebody, I mean me. I'm the only one that takes them outside because they just pile them up. And then the second I take them outside and I put that bin back down, I turn around and then there's more in there. And I don't know how that happens because there's nobody even awake at the time. But yeah, it happens. But my daughter will just go up to this spot where the recycling is and she'll go, let's all make something from this crap. Which now means we can't get rid of it. Oh no! Which is no, the worst. Oh, no. I yeah. have yeah. we. I have from my skeleton one of my Skeletor pop vinyls, the box right. that we can't get rid of because she started a craft on it, gave up part way through, but now she it's in her memory. She knows we have it. So like, because I've tried that shit gets thrown away. The things uh, I've that's tried how to get I, rid that's of. how I'm not a cool dad. That shit if it's if if it's gets sitting there. Fucking goes I into the garbage. My wife is the the everything <laughs> sentimental keep it person. Like like she has every I'm piece like of schoolwork too, that but... Lillian has ever done in various folders and boxes. And I'm like, why? Demented. Like don't you like you can stop doing special that after stuff. kindergarten. Be like, you know what? Look at look like <laughs> yeah, keep, like, like keep the the jersey good that she made card. that she won yeah, yeah, yeah. that she won third place on, even though all she did was bedazzle a, a, a Josh Allen jersey. <laughs> But I was like, that one third place. I go, did anybody else even fucking try? <laughs> like, so, so what are so what were some of our favorite scenes from the movie? Well, let's can, can we like touch a little bit more on Quantumania? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I want. No, absolutely, touch the shit, out sure. Because I feel like if I'm listening to this podcast, I want to hear what these guys think. Yeah, come up in Quantum. Sure, sure. Any thoughts? I, I mean, like, do you think Scott Lang's going to be affected? At all whatsoever, you think he'll find some new ability he didn't realize he had? I I don't know. I I'm kind of thinking that it might. I think it might be like the last Ant Man movie. Could be sad because I think they're gonna be do. I think they're passing the torch and they're gonna be doing like more like Young Avengers stuff. And and Cassie seems like a shoe in to be on that team as stature. Yeah, hopefully it it's. She definitely was in the movie pushing hard on the fact that she wanted to be a partner to Scott. Partner to Scott. Yeah, but they had no idea what the third Ant Man movie was going to be at that point. No, absolutely not. Um, yeah, I guess uh, according to uh, who's the director? Oh, Peyton Reed. Yeah, Peyton Reed. He uh, he thought of the um, he he always thought of the Ant Man movies as being like uh, touched uh, like touching points to the next phase. And yeah, just like to... a, a like a humor filled but um, he wanted to make this one like a real face he wanted this one to be like a really impactful one and he 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 told when he told uh white feige his idea that that was like really crazy he said go for it do go do whatever go nuts do whatever you want so this one i i i i mean the other two were like really you know, visually not like a kid, really cool visual stuff, but this one feels like a little more epic because those ones, 
were, you know, just like we just had our huge epic movie and now we're, we're kind of winding down. This phase didn't really have like a big epic kind of thing. It just kind of like we're, we're kind of like setting up future yeah, stories. Yeah, it, was, and it stuff. was all set up for sure. Yeah. Like a lot of them were just like TV shows and stuff like that, like Winter Soldier and or Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, they still kept to their what two or I mean, COVID affected a little bit, but they still did a pretty good job sticking to their two to three year movie formula. They went a little too hard, I think. Like really? I, I got a little burnt out with like how many they were coming out. They were coming out. That's too the thing much. is like as as a fan, you need to realize you don't have to watch everything. No, and I I haven't watched everything. Like there's a couple. Oh, of you are going to now. Oh yeah, I will be watching. No, 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 I will I'm be just watching. Joking. It. No, I'll watch. I'll watch what I'll watch the stuff. But like, I think I, watched, I just I didn't watch them all. I don't. I didn't feel like I. At a certain point, I was like, I don't have to finish this. So I was felt that way. When I was watching Miss Marvel, just because I was like, this is this is not my this is not like a show that is like directed at me. Like my kids actually, love that, that show. one I haven't seen. Oh, yeah, I, that I just, one actually, actually, I like, watched everything. everything. I just it, realized that one is like more directly like for yeah. like preteens. Like that is like the demographic. It's still enjoyable though. I watched. Yeah, Andre was watching it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked I, it a lot. My I, kids like. I love Hawkeye. Like Hawkeye oh, was one yeah, of my favorite of the TV shows. But then Lo- again, Loki was my favorite of the shows. I feel like because also I love Jeremy Renner. I think he's amazing. And unfortunately, with what happened, I don't know if they'll do more Hawk. And also, I love oh for sure they Kingpin. Are. And I, I thought they brought in like all these characters Spoiler. that I fucking love. If you haven't watched Hawkeye, it's on. Oh, movie. don't you even know don't Kingpin even do that. There's movies from 30 years ago you haven't watched yet. I'm gonna with Kingpin. <laughs> I'm just um, saying, like, if you're a Marvel I, I did, fan to the point where you're listening to a Marvel podcast and you didn't know that Kingpin you, was on the Hawkeye show, which came out three fucking years ago, like, and, you, you, and you listen to came out like six months, twenty ago, minutes months of ago. Golden talking. Yeah, about if you if you game. hung out while I talked about you could never be, I could never be your woman. Then you know what? It's <laughs> on you. <laughs> well, we we did I, say spoilers. I did I did myself a, with the Hawkeye show. I think we're I coming. did myself a. I did myself a disservice by uh, reading the uh, Matt Fraction uh, comic book series that it's sort of based oh. on beforehand. How, how do you mean? Because how do you do yourself a disservice? Because that is so was so much better than the show. Like if I watched the show first, I would I think I would have liked it more and then read the book. And is, I'm it, like, oh, is it that it's so is... much better? You were expecting it to be that I, when stuff happened that was from it i was it was like done like so like half-assed i was like mm. felt like it was handled pizza dog lucky the pizza dog um they uh the one guy that is like um i can't remember the character's name but they don't uh the the one guy that gets killed by um the one guy in the house that gets killed but he doesn't get killed he's the guy that ended up being like the cosplayer or whatever but he's a totally different dude in the book right yeah yeah and like um or the the one with the, all the trick arrows that so, was i that was done kind of okay but like in the book it, it's like once once a hat it, it's so much better in the when book. did it's hawkeye really, get a pim arrow uh i'm not sure like who would have given it to him yeah like how did he get that because he's i because hank did. pim is so oh, guarded he definitely with wouldn't have given it but technology I like do you feel like scott lane did in the first Ant-Man movie, there, there was Pym Particles that, or whatever, the, the Darren Cross Particles that were stolen or whatever. They you think that's what it was? I, maybe. 
It's food for thought. He could have got it from he could have got it from Ant Man when he was one of the he was the guy that picked up Ant Man Scott right. in Civil War. So maybe he's like, hey, here's this enlarging technology you should try putting on but one of your arrows. I feel I feel like because he had Hank, them with him. I feel like right. Hank Pym though would like Hawkeye. You know what? In the Avengers, because I feel like what oh, he doesn't I'm, I'm like. I'm not saying it's a matter of whether or not they, they like each other, but it would make sense if that. Scott did pass a couple of those out, right? Knowing that at some point they were going, he didn't realize it was going to be then and there. But you might, you know, just keep these in the just in case I need these or something. Well, I mean, because he also would be like all all stuff like, "Wow, you know, you need more trick arrows." You should have one that shrinks yeah, and grows stuff. Like I can see Scott being a so awestruck. <laughs> I love that, like too, like because Marvel and DC both do it, where they're like, "Well, we're gonna have an archer," and then they're like, "Well, how's he? How's this guy who's good with a bow and arrow gonna hold his own on a team with fucking soup with a god?" Right. And they're like, "Well, what if we gave him?" A punching bag on the end, which wouldn't work on a fucking punching arrow. glove. Because a punching glove, a punching bag on the yeah, end. Yeah, would, would, like a punching glove wouldn't work because, like, <laughs> as a kid, I, I, like, I made arrows, made my own arrows, and you know, you always, but you, you were never you an expert archer. Glove. Listen, an expert archer would be like, I don't need trick arrows. You, you mean boxing glove? Foam. Yeah, that too. Punching <laughs> glove, boxing glove. It's all the same. Look at that, man. I don't live in the world of those technical terms. And, <laughs> oh, come uh, on. <laughs> Technical Mr. Terms? Technical himself. <laughs> actually, Anthony. Those are two. <laughs> yeah, I did. I had no clue most of the things I was talking about. What happened, but, um, <laughs> just wind him up and let him go. <laughs> okay. But, um, there's actually now you can check out on Fandango's YouTube channel. They they did an interview. I think it was like four or five days ago with the cast of oh. Quantumania. Okay. Um. It. I don't think anything's really revealed too much. It's just I'm talking about their characters a little bit. When, Kane talking when, about his when motivation. The, when does that come out? February? 17? Okay. I know we have three more weeks for sure before it comes out because we have three more podcasts. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, because next week we'll be reviewing Endgame for the MCU cast. And then after that we'll be doing episodes one through three of Loki. And then four through six. Hell yeah. Google you. February and, 17th. 17th okay first it said july 2018 but then it turns out it was telling me the release date of ant-man yeah ant-man and the wasp, and the wasp yeah <laughs> it's like you son of a bitch yeah it was, it was telling you the release date of the second one <laughs> the third one sir i thought we disproved your theory mm, that doesn't mean I have to that that theory it. stinks and i am not allowed <laughs> <laughs> what, what movie are we doing next week <laughs> uh end game from Ant-Man's perspective. So mm-hmm. try to keep that in mind when we're... Because there's a ton of stuff we could touch on Endgame. Otherwise, it could do like a 20-hour podcast on that movie alone. Right. right. Okay, so we're just supposed to be watching it from Ant-Man's perspective. So very small. I'm yeah, we up. could touch on some stuff. I'll put but the TV really try to, high. Try to keep your points. So I'm like looking at it like that. Right. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Right now. <laughs> So, <sighs> Mr. Sir and I will be back next week for Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it by shrinking down and putting on a laptop and being in my car. Okay, like like he did at the end of the movie to be like a big IMAX. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you have access to pen particles? I don't, but I mean, I could. You don't know. You don't know what he what Scott Lang gave me. What was the science thing you were gonna yeah. touch on? The what we talked about in the last when we did our um, comics cast. We're like, we'll talk about. You brought up something from the movie scientifically that you wanted to touch on. Oh, geez, for MCU, you don't remember. 
Sure, it was very important, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. Something with the pimp technology. Remember, Mister Sir called you Doctor Golden. Some uh, crony. oh, it was. I was just talking about because like they're like oh, you know, the, the mass saying that it, it keeps its mass. Oh, what that means is if that fucking building kept its mass as it got shrunk yeah. down, oh, you, yeah, be able you to can't wheel it, it around. You yeah, can't right, carry right, right. the a, a no, set of twelve really cards. It's on quantum wheels. That is okay. What about the fucking Hot Wheels holder that has what fifteen it's a cars quantum in it? holder? It's bullshit. That, that is fun. That, I didn't. It's even, a good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't consider that. It, it's it, but I mean, it's it's comic book and movie physics. So oh. it, it works when you want it to work. It doesn't work when you don't well, want it to because my, you can't have someone that shrinks down to the size of an ant punch my, you. My wife brought up this point. Like, how does ghost get dressed? Well, she's she's not always phasing. Well, how does her clothes not fall off of her body because of that suit? But But she's not always wearing that suit. They were. I think anything. That's what they rescued from the quantum. Did was whenever she was holding (laughs) something, because did she was she able to make that phase too or no? No. Well, I mean the suit does, but no, no. Obviously, she was able to. I think she has control over what she can phase with her. I think what it was gotcha. is, as a child, she probably was only able to wear those clothes that the incident happened in. But she did have a brilliant scientist, not Hank Pym brilliant level, but the guy was a, a smart scientist that could have at least come up with how to make these clothes so you can change clothes once she got old enough to where she was growing out of the clothes she... Other than that, I think well, she just he, sat in her stinky clothes for like... He rescued ever. her from, from, the, uh, from the military. So the military yeah. made him. There you go. Military. Maybe that'll touch you know into a connection with Thunderbolt you Ross. Know what? If will, she is uh, in Thunderbolt. Oh, I hope that. I hope. I really Thunderbolt hope Ross they, is they, like, remember when I made you those clothes? How, uh, how she gets dressed in uh, Thunderbolt. I hope so. Well, no, but well, apparently I just meant maybe that'll be a connection back to Thunderbolt Ross. Like he was the one sending her on the missions. Oh, okay. Because he yeah, said oh, the yeah, suit was definitely. built by the military. Oh, yeah, for sure. And got her clothing. With <laughs> the. Yes. Well, yeah, I figure there's a good chance that once they have the technology for the suit, they're like, we could probably apply this to like normal clothes so she can get changed because she's still wearing the clothes that she burning questions child. And now look at it. They don't fit right anymore. Burning answers or burning questions. That's what we need. One thing the military is all about is being in uniform. So I guarantee they were like, we need to find out how to give. Then why doesn't she have any American logos on there? That's because those are her civvy clothes. You know, fucking advertising. The suit I'm talking about. The she's suit. a black ops the agent. Suit. It's but she's in a white suit. Doesn't matter. I How's that camouflage in anything besides Be- snow? Because she doesn't need to camouflage when she can just disappear. She phases. She doesn't have any American logos on it because she was going on black ops missions where America had to devolve. Have you never watched A Team? They have to devolve all knowledge of knowing them <laughs> if they get caught. Yeah, there there are like and, and, uh, well, they're actually the A Baracus is definitely not in any kind of disguise ever. There, there you is can see like, him coming a mile away. Right. Well, that's okay because rules of war about wearing face, civilian man. clothes as a soldier and stuff. Yeah, but she's clearly not going off the Geneva Convention. She's a fucking black ops agent. No, she's a child soldier. Yeah. that she was, and she's kind of just raised. Into no, but that's what assassin. I'm saying. So, like, if if she is doing that, then yeah. MK Ultra agent. MK Ultra, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> um, it would be kind of weird. She just has all these like no that, flashbacks. That, that is Black Widow is the MK Ultra projects, but in Russia because that we all know Russia is evil and America would never have done something right. like that. Never ever. Okay, yep. 
Anything else you want to touch on real quick, guys? Uh, I don't think so. No, I, don't think I, I think we've covered a lot of stuff, including things that but nobody wanted covered. <laughs> and, I mean, you're welcome. Yeah. What would you like rate this out of five? This one, um, I would give this one four ants. Four ants. <laughs> uh, four okay. pieces of a raspberry danish. <laughs> I'd give it a three point. We don't have that five, kind of money. Three and a half. <laughs> I would. I would give it uh, easily four and a half. Uh, card tables found at a rummage sale. You're welcome. Because of Scott's desk. Yeah. Scott's desk. Yes. <laughs> Which is shitty too, because he's he was on house arrest. But doesn't matter. He's still the everything about that. Like he's the big dog on it, and they're like, "Yo, let's just put this here in case he shows up someday." <laughs> and he, I guarantee you what it was was they're like, "Well, Scott should have a desk." You know what? Let's just use this. We've got like two years before we before he can show up. We got plenty of time. And they just kept putting it off and putting it off, and then he shows up two days early. That's how I They're do like, "Fuck!" <laughs> They're like, "Oh, maybe he won't notice." And of course, he noticed. <laughs> so, is this movie because you said it's four and a half card tables at a rummage sale? Yeah. So it's just kind of like I want more old quality put together. No, what? Wait, what? No, okay. Just because it's got stuff. I just had to do something more because (laughs) Mr. Sir went and. Yeah, he set the bar with ants. He did. So then I was like, crap, I got to come up with something. And then I was like, you know what? Let's come up with the the amazing desk, card table, and a rummage sale. All right. I'm Anthony. I'm Golden. I'm Mr. Sir, and that's enough said.